Hey, it's Andriana, and we are we're still in January. I know it feels like it's a really long month, but I thought we could do a little mid-January check-in. And if things aren't really going according to plan for you, if maybe the resolutions that you had set out or the goals that you had set, maybe if you're not really seeing them through, maybe you're tempted to throw in the towel and just give up, or maybe you feel like you have given up. Or maybe you're being really, really hard on yourself. Maybe that negative self-talk has taken over or you're feeling those feelings of guilt or shame, or maybe you're really stressed and overwhelmed and you're just feeling like a failure. In this episode, I want to share three steps to reframe failure so that you can use it as an opportunity moving forward. If you are ready to reframe failure and succeed this year in 2024, let's get started. Hey, I'm Andriana Gonko, and this is the Juggle is Real podcast. As I share my ongoing journey from experiencing burnout to leading a more mindful and intentional life with better balance, I hope you feel seen, that you realize your worth, lighten your load, and prioritize your own needs. As we hear from leading experts and well-known faces in the wellness, entrepreneurship, education, and motherhood space, I hope you gain insights, proven practices, and learn actionable tools to help you enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. Most of all, I hope you find what you need to simplify, streamline, and supercharge your own journey of better balance and self-love. Are you with me? Let's get started. Hello, my sweet friend. Thank you for tuning into this episode. You know what? I think that we have all experienced failure at some point in our lives. It truly is inevitable. Even if it's the smallest or most mundane things, even if it's losing a card game to your child, I might be speaking from experience. Failure is a natural and necessary part of life. But how we choose to respond when things haven't gone as expected or when things aren't going as we would like to see them, that really is that springboard that's going to see us succeed later on or bring us to a level that is really of a lower vibration where maybe we don't want to be hanging out. So I know that there is a lot of pressure, especially in the month of January, for us to go big, hustle hard, achieve our wildest dreams, be that version of ourselves that we never can quite seem to become. But I want you to take a breath and realize that there's no pressure. Okay. The only person that you're competing against is yourself and failure can be a good thing. So honestly, if things aren't going according to plan, if maybe you haven't quite nailed those resolutions that you set out for yourself, I want you to, you know, just let it go because this episode is going to show you how we can reframe our quote unquote failures to succeed moving forward. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about three steps to reframe failure. We're talking about 
really sort of the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. And in recent years, there's been a lot of research that that really talks about this. There's some renowned psychologists like Carol Dweck and Angela Duckworth. Um, the book Grit was very, very popular. That's really asking us how we think about failure and how we can become better leaders, whether it's in, in our careers, in our households, with just our inner social circles, how we can learn more and how we can improve our mental health by reframing our failures. So just to, to recap, the, the fixed mindset that we're talking about, really, if for someone who has a fixed mindset and, and no judgment, I think we've all had a fixed mindset in some area of our lives at some point. But the fixed mindset holds the belief that we all possess specific skills and talents that no matter what we do, no, ma- no matter how much effort we apply, we're not going to change. That's it. It's fixed, right? So possession of a fixed mindset means that when we're struggling, when we're having a hard time, when we face failure, it's really attributed to our own incapa- incapacity. So we suck, therefore we failed, right? That's more of a fixed mindset. Whereas a growth mindset, and that's what we're really encouraging and, and what the, the research is suggesting is most beneficial, is holding the belief that we are all limitless. We have so much potential for growth and for evolution, right? We are currently always and 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 on this ongoing evolution of growing and creating and doing. And it makes that simple act of trying enough to move things forward a success. So failure is really just that pit stop on your journey where you're just going to learn and redirect. And that's what I really want to talk about is, okay, cool. So yeah, we're t- we hear that it's necessary to have grit. So let's take a look at how we can reframe our failures so that we aren't stuck in a place of feeling guilty, feeling shame, getting in that downward spiral of negative emotions that's not going to help us moving forward. I want to share three steps in how we can reframe our failures so that we see them as opportunities. We see them as a springboard to fail forward, so to speak. And I want to share an example that has recently happened in my life with the recent sale of our family home. So before I begin with these three steps, I want to just say that in my new self-care planner, the juggle is real authentic self-care planner for busy women. It shares a framework of five pillars of well-being. It goes into a daily practice of how you're going to choose how to care for yourself and reinforcing how it's helping you, reminding you how how important you are, how worthy you are, celebrating those small wins and, and practicing gratitude. But a key component of this planner and guide is that every week you're doing a rinse and repair. And by rinse and repair, I am suggesting that once a week, you look back on what has happened and you're harvesting the good, and you're learning from the things that weren't so good. So this really ties into how we're reframing our failure because the rinsing portion is really allowing us to let go. So in these three steps, we're going to acknowledge, we're going to rinse, and then we're going to repair. So 
When we are looking to reframe our failure, the first step is to acknowledge that something has happened. So we want to make note of it. If something is unfavorable to us, if we have seen a a result that is not what we expected, or something has gone according to um, you know, a different plan than what we had hoped for, we want to realize that it's happened. We want to take responsibility for it. And we want to be in a position where it is neutral. So what that means for you is going to be different. I find that writing it out is really helpful, really beneficial, because then it's really just words on paper. We're letting it out. Some of us, it's it's easier to speak it and, and say it. If that, if you find that it's really causing you to stir up a lot of emotion, you might want to wait uh, a, a couple of minutes, a couple of hours, maybe even a couple of days and come back to it. And that's why a weekly practice is really good. But you want to acknowledge that something has happened that you don't feel is favorable. So whatever that quote unquote failure is, you're going to take 100%, 100% responsibility for it. We're not saying that you know to acknowledge means to blame others. We're not going to say, well, if this didn't happen, then that wouldn't have happened. Something has occurred that we are acknowledging and we're going to be 100%, 100% responsible for whatever part we played in it. Okay. Good, bad, ugly, because we're in the process of reframing. So it's important that we are not, um, you know, just, just clouding over these things, skimming over it. If you feel the guilt, the shame, the anger, the resentment, if these emotions are coming up and, and are being conjured up based on something that you are seeing as a failure, it's important to first acknowledge whatever has happened. Step two, however, is this process of rinsing. Okay. So really we're in this process. If you think of a shower, a bath, we are rinsing ourselves of what has happened. And again, I'm not saying we're not taking responsibility for it. We are not blaming ourselves or others. We are saying that it has happened and it has occurred. And now step number two is to be able to forgive ourselves, forgive any other people who are involved and understand that this is a process of life. So the rinsing portion really is that forgiveness Whatever that that failure is, whatever that that feeling is that is being conjured up, we're going to forgive ourselves for that emotion, for we are going to create some new truths around it. We are going to reframe it. So this rinsing process is really this forgiveness and releasing what is not serving us. Is the, the feeling, the emotion of anger, is that resentment, is that judgment, that guilt, that shame? benefiting us. And for the most part, it's the answer is going to be no, because we are going to be learning from this experience. Okay. So we're rinsing after we acknowledge. So we're going to go through this process. And again, we can write it out, whether in a journal, scrap piece of paper, that forgiveness, and we're going to release whatever it is that is not serving us. This leads into step three, which is the repair portion. And in the repair, we're really reaffirming what matters most to us. So we've forgiven ourselves for what has happened, but what we want to do is harvest the positivity that is coming from the situation. 
focus on how it is going to help us, how it may have already helped us. And even in some of the, the worst case scenarios, there's always that, that glimmer of light, that lesson that we've learned that moving forward, now we know. So instead of continually harboring resentment towards a situation, towards a failure and simply saying, well, that sucks, or I didn't do it properly, or that was a big fail, or so-and-so did this. And now I feel this way. We are forgiving ourselves for what has happened and we are harvesting the goodness. So we're taking that learning. Maybe now we know that we are not going to say yes to something. Maybe now we know that moving forward, we're going to choose a different path. Maybe it has uh, brought us into a place that even though it might seem like such a rock bottom, now we can move forward with all of this knowledge, with all of this information that now is serving us in a positive way because we won't make those same quote unquote mistakes. We've learned from things and now we can make different choices that will allow us to move forward. So we're reaffirming what matters most to us we're really remembering that this is a situation that we have learned from and we're taking it as an opportunity, how we can move forward in a different way and how we can use this as a springboard to facilitate change. Sometimes change is really hard. You know, our our brains are designed to keep us safe. And even if what feels safe isn't working for us, we will keep doing that because it feels familiar. So sometimes even the biggest of failures, when we choose to reframe them, end up being the biggest blessings. And before we close out, I'll just share a quick example and an update because in August, I shared in an episode on following your intuition, how um, we found a property that we had put an offer on in the, the summer. And that resulted in listing our house, which seemed like an absolute no brainer. Our house is a beautiful family home in a great neighborhood, in a beautiful lot. There's privacy. There's all sorts of amazing things about this home. But for whatever reason, the house did not sell. And now we can blame it on the market. The market slowed down. We could blame it on our realtor. We could blame it on ourselves. We didn't do enough. We didn't, you know, declutter enough or, or, or polish things enough. This could be seen as a huge failure because in October, we chose to take our house off the market. So we didn't actually sell our house. We didn't actually move into the new property that we had found in the summer that we had put an offer on. This in the eyes of many people might be seen as a huge failure, such a waste of time and, you know, what bad luck. But for me, I, I, I've been through this process of reframing failures to see them as opportunities. And I can tell you that instead of placing blame, instead of feeling like crap, instead of going through the guilt or the shame or the the negative spiral of why didn't this work? I chose to look at it as a lesson. And now what a beautiful opportunity that even though we didn't sell our house, we went through the process of speaking to our bank, speaking to financial advisors, understanding what sort of financial position we're actually in. Because prior to that, truthfully, we really had no idea what our financial situation was. 
So we've gone through that process and now we know it has taken this situation that might have been seen as a quote unquote failure for us to see the many positives of our home and the, the neighbors and the beautiful things that we appreciate. And now we're doing things to, you know, slight renovations and, and improvements that if we choose to sell our home in the future, will only benefit the house, but things that we are really enjoying and improving on the, the home that we're currently living in and really feeling so grateful for where we are now. So we've, rinsed and released anything that was not working. And we've focused on how this has become such a beautiful opportunity, what we've learned, what we're taking into the future and what we're moving forward with, even in something that would seem as high stakes as, you know, a a huge investment, like your, your family home. And so when you go through these three steps of acknowledging rinsing and repairing, if you're doing this on a regular basis, you're not keeping those 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 negative feelings that negative self talk you're not keeping that within you and you're not harboring that negativity which you know can be really really freeing and when you get really familiar with this process of of reframing failures doing this this rinse and repair on a regular basis then you truly are seeing the good in every single situation from, you know, being late for work and all of a sudden you're at a red light or there's a super slow car or a giant truck that's in front of you and you can't get past them. You're reframing that right away. It's second nature to see the positives. Okay. This gives me a few minutes to collect my thoughts, to take some deep breaths, to enjoy the sunshine. Maybe I'm going to put on a song or listen to a podcast. It's allowing you to see the good in every situation because When we're in the state of seeing the negative, we are going to be shown more negative, but when we can reframe it in the moment, or as we, you know, get through it in time, it's only going to benefit us moving forward. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope that these three steps to reframing failure is going to see you succeeding for the rest of January, as you tackle your goals and your dreams, when you hit that road bump, that barrier that is inevitable, it is merely just a pit stop for you to refuel, take a look at your map, see maybe something that you hadn't seen before, reframe it in a way that is seen as a beautiful way to move forward, having new learnings, new lessons, and a new way to succeed. That is it for today, my friend. If you like this episode, I would encourage you to share it with someone who could really benefit from hearing it. If you could rate it, write me a short and sweet review in Apple Podcasts. And hey, why don't you share it to social media? You can tag me on Instagram at Andreana G. That's A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. And if you think this framework would be really helpful on a regular basis, I encourage you to pick up my self-care planner and activity book. You can find it on Amazon under the title, The Juggle is Real, or head to the notes for this podcast episode. And I've included a link in there. Until the next episode, I wish you so much failing forward to succeed. So much love to you. Take good care.